What is up, guys? My name is Jordan. I'm with my old man, Howie, virtually. And welcome to episode 23 of the Jacobs Dynasty Sports Podcast. Wow. I think we have to work on our virtual broadcasting because of uh cult of personality didn't sound so good hopefully it comes across better to the listeners out there but as jordan said during the intro jordan's in ann arbor i'm in new city but we still want to make the show happen so we're going to give it a go we have to apologize we fell down on the job because we never got done with our nfl preview or week one but you know here in virtual land we have to improvise pretty quickly on our podcast so where are we going to be going this week, Jordan? We will be discussing the week two matchups of the week, fantasy football players to look out for, the usual, what we used to do last year. and Yeah, no, l- listen, great, great first week in the NFL. You know, just touch upon it a little bit, obviously, t- kicking it off with, uh, you know, the Buccaneers and the Cowboys. What a game. You know, which I think is everybody's expectations. What did you say? I said, what a game to start off the season. It was ridiculous. Yeah, especially for fantasy purposes. Yeah. So many guys. And we're not going to delve into the specifics just because we want to go to this week. But when you start off with a game like that, and you finish it off with the, the first game with fans in the, in the Raiders' new stadium against the, the Ravens. I mean, that was the nail-biter right to the end. Definitely fantasy implications all around. Certainly for me in particular, who started off the season one and four. Yeah. But uh, as Jordan and I sit, oof, as Jordan and I sit here talking, I actually have AEW on, CM Punk on commentary, Adam Cole, baby wrestling, just threw some guy over the top rope, I think, on his head. But anyway, back to football. I'm just happy my boy is making some time so we can keep the podcast going, at least for this week. At least for no, this week. It's going to be every week. It's going to be every week. But, uh, listen, you have a, I know you have a lot of obligations to juggle, so, yeah. you know, we'll do the best we can to keep our loyal fans coming back. Yeah, but so, I think we should let's kick... roll with it, baby. Where are we starting? Uh, What's the Thursday night off, matchup? Thursday night matchup, we got our New York Giants going up against, the, going up against the Washington football team. Always nice to have uh, having your home team play, but then again, it's the Giants, and Daniel Jones has looked... Oh, God, I don't even know what to think about the Giants. It's like you want to hope that they just come together all of a sudden. But, man, I think it's going to be an ugly Thursday night game. And even with Ryan Fitzpatrick not being there, that Washington defense, stellar. Although they did lose a tough one to the Chargers last week. All I got to say, dude, if the Giants have any hope of making a go of it this season, it's a must-win game on a four-day break. I'll say that. Saquon's not even guaranteed to play. It's a mess. Yeah, that's not good. Let's go into some of the fantasy details. We got, obviously, Gibson and McLaurin for the Washington football team. Obviously, must starts, even though Taylor Heineke's at the quarterback position. McLaurin started off the game, zero receptions, zero targets in the first half, and then they finally got him going with Taylor Heineke in the second half. Um, Antonio Gibson got 20 rushes for 90 yards. And also three targets, and surprisingly, he was also he was a three down back this week. So for anyone worrying about JD McKissick filling in the third down role, no need to worry because Gibson's got it covered. 
Um, no, I definitely agree with you on the Washington side. I mean, Gibson is a guy you're going to roll out there no matter who the quarterback is. And when it comes to Scary Terry, I think I read a stat that he's this is like the 10th quarterback like yeah. he's he's had to play within his career. I'm lucky, Not exactly a recipe for success. I'm lucky enough to have both of them playing tomorrow on the same team, which should be fun. Lucky or, lucky or unlucky. <laughs> Hopefully lucky. But... Continue. Dude, and Logan Thomas, I think, oh, yeah, I think I Logan Thomas you. also, you know, hopefully he's more than just a touchdown dependent guy because I picked him up on a couple teams. Yeah. And, you know, listen, on the Giants side of the ball, I mean, I guess you got to start Saquon if he plays and maybe Sterling Shepard. And maybe, you know, Galladay. maybe Kenny Galladay, but you're basically just yeah. wishing and hoping and praying. I actually think Shepard is the best bet. I think I saw a stat. Shepard has the third longest streak of 20-plus PPR games in the league right now at three. And I think two people are tied for, for longer, which is eight in a row. I think it's Kamara, and I forget who else. But unfortunately, not much else to say about the Thursday night game other than hopefully Daniel Jones can hang on to the ball. I mean, how hard is it? It's like I feel like if it was Jordan or I, we could just hang on to it even if we took a sack. But hopefully the offense will get more creative and yeah. I don't know. And Washington, maybe the Giants and the Washington football team defense is a must start this week. I would agree. I would All agree. Right, moving on. Oh, my God. Sorry, about to sneeze. Moving on to the 1 o'clock games. We got, starting off the for Sunday, the Raiders versus the Steelers. Both coming off impressive wins against good teams. Ra- uh, Raiders beat the uh, Ravens. And the Steelers beat the Bills on the road. Their defense looked phenomenal. Um, um, yeah, that was that was a huge win. Yeah. I think I said to me that the two biggest. Well, the Raiders win was big. The Saints win. I think huge. that the Steelers win was big. The, the Saints Saints were big. But I'm saying the Steelers against Buffalo on the road, and then um, the Chargers against Washington on the road. To me, the, the, the those are indicators that these teams should have seasons. I definitely expect the Steelers to win this game. I mean, you know, Baltimore is so banged up, so many Baltimore, injuries not play, they're, playing, they're playing the Ravens, or the Raiders. They're playing no, the Raiders. but I'm saying uh, when the Raiders played Baltimore this past uh, week, Baltimore was extremely banged up. You know, I mean, I think the Ravens did just enough to, or the, the Raiders did just, just enough to win. Yeah. But I think, you know, this is going to be Pittsburgh at home. I think Big Ben's probably good for at least three touchdowns. You know, Najee Harris will probably go off a little bit. You know, the the, the two uh, Ravens running backs had some success this past weekend against the Raiders. I would expect Najee Harris to have success. And then, of course, you know, you've got the three the three wide receivers. Yeah, I think they're you know, all startable. I think they're all startable. I would, I would totally agree with you. Uh, totally agree. The Raiders' side of the ball, probably not starting Derek Carr in most leagues just because there's so many quarterbacks. Yeah. Obviously, DW, the big man... The whole offense must start in all formats. And I think Jacobs, you have yeah. to start after his production last week. I, I, I think you got to start Jacobs. He's a little bit touchdown dependent, but you could probably flex Kenyon Drake. I mean, yeah. I think Kenyon Drake actually had more yards on the ground. But I, I, I was saying this the other day. I just think Jacobs has a nose for the end zone. He just seems to find it. Yeah. He did a nice job this past week with two touchdowns. And a sneaky, you know, other than that, on the Raiders, a sneaky play if you're looking for a wide receiver. If one of them is out, like if you have Odell or like Curtis Samuel, you need to fill in a role. Brian Edwards, he had a decent game the other day, but 
then again, yeah. that's in deeper leagues. So. I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. Daryl, to me, you know, Waller, Waller, Jacobs, yeah. probably are your two guys. If you're desperate, maybe Drake has yeah. a flex. Moving on, we got the 49ers versus the Eagles also. Both of them won their games. 49ers went up against the Lions last week. Even though the score was closer than expected at the end, they took care of business. Um, their run game seems to be great no matter who's carrying the ball. Most hurts obviously done for the season. So next up is Elijah Elijah Mitchell, who's picked up in seven. Yeah, the darling of the waiver wire. Yeah. One of my leagues where you get $200 in fab money, the, the person who got him bid $151. Yeah. So that great. doesn't happen very often. And the thing that you got to be careful about is, you know, Shanahan, you know, you got Sermon there who wasn't even active this past week, Jamichael Hasty. There's just really no way to know one week or another or from, you know, one week to the other who's going to be the guy in the backfield. But I can't blame the people for putting money on Mitchell with the way he looked this past week and with the offensive line for the 49ers. To me, this game is really going to show what the Eagles and the 49ers are made of this season. You know, the Eagles got to win. Who did they play? The Falcons, I think, yeah, who are all yeah. pretty weak. And obviously the Lions are probably one of the worst teams in the league. You know, Jalen Hurts, a nice first showing. I know Jesse, our, our, our cousin, my nephew, who we have on from time to time, is big on Jalen Hurts this year. He did look good. We'll see how he looks against the 49ers defense. You know, he's got his boy Devonta Smith. He's got Jalen Rigger. You know, in the backfield, you know, I guess you got to start Miles Sanders if you have him. But a lot of people are also starting to say keep an eye on, on Gainwell. I uh, picked up on a couple teams. Yep, and on the 49ers, like obviously start Kittle, um, start Debo, who had a phenomenal game. Expect a little bit of, like, downfall in his production. I don't think he's dropping as many points. Regression. Yeah. Regression, and then Ayuk. Who knows at this point? Apparently, he's the uh, wide receiver three on the team, according to Shanahan. But no guarantee. I think he might have banged up this past week, yeah. so that's an interesting one. To your point, I don't think Debo should, you know, is going to be as Debo ish as he was this past week, and maybe Ayuk will be a little bit better. You know, Kittle's like you said is a must start. You're yep. staying away from the Niners quarterbacks, but. I, th- I think most interesting in that game, see what Elijah Mitchell is going to do this week and see how Jalen Hurts plays against a better defense. Yep. Um, the real. Next. By the way, Jalen Hurts' base prism card went up 67% since Sunday. So talk about FOMO in the card market. Yep. All it takes is one solid performance and prices move, you know? Yep. Uh, the next two games, um, not a lot of fantasy, so I think we can just touch on them real quick. We got the... Jacksonville Jag the next three games actually we got the Jacksonville Jaguars against the Broncos for the Jaguars I mean James Robinson's really the only guy that you could safely start don't really like well, maybe DJ Chark maybe maybe DJ Chark yeah and Lawrence if you're in a deeper league and then on the Broncos side Judy went down I think fan you have to start obviously a top tight end like top eight tight end um I I, think- I, I like. Uh, I like Sutton this week just because I feel like he's the wide receiver one. Um, and Melvin Gordon, he had a great game last week. I think he's still the running back one on that team, so he's also. Um, I think they sort of split. You probably need to start either of those running backs. Is it Williams? Yeah, I don't Javante? think I think Javante Williams didn't have that many carries, but I would roll with Gordon I think over it was Williams. Pretty much equal, but it's you know. 
You know, the problem is now, except for the handful of workhorse backs, most backfields are splits. And, and I think, I personally think there's going to be a shift in the fantasy world over the next year or two where you start to see why. Like a couple of years ago, they had Antonio Brown and OBJ ranked really, really high in the top 10. Michael Thomas. I think we're going to be going back to that at the end of the day because, you know, one of my draft, two of my drafts this year, I passed on. East Tyreek Hill and took Clyde Edwards Hilaire. And I think you just start to see, especially if you have one of these wide receivers in a high powered offense, even though they're not guaranteed touches like running backs, they still produce. Yeah. You know, they, they still produce. But, but anyway. And then also the I would start the Broncos defense if you have them. It's a great matchup on paper. <laughs> um the next two games also not very important. You have the Patriots versus the Jets. Patriots <laughs> You know, listen, it's, yeah, I, I would mean, agree with Damian, you. Damian Harris is really the only guy. I like maybe Jacoby Myers if you need a flyer, but... Maybe, maybe. maybe. Uh, I would, Nelson Aguilar yeah. had a decent for game. PPR, but still, for PPR, for PPR. point, it's so early, you really have to see some consistency, de- consistency develop in that yeah. offense before you And on the Jets, Jets, Corey Davis is the only guy that comes to mind if you need a guy. I would agree. I would agree. And for those of you listening, you're listening to the Jacobs Sports Dynasty podcast. Jacobs Dynasty Sports. Sports. It's been a year and, we, and you still can't get it right. What did I say? Jacobs Sports Dynasty. It's the Jacobs Dynasty Sports <laughs> Podcast. That's why I'm the old man and I get older all the time. It's all good. Let's move on. Thank you, <laughs> We got the Browns and the Texans. I think the Browns are going to be out for revenge. Oh, God, man. Talk about three, talk about three lackluster games. Yeah, My God. I know. I didn't even look at the schedule. Yeah, they get better, Yikes. though. But Browns start the studs. Chubb, Hunt, both have great matchups on paper. Um, John, is OBJ? I think OBJ's he, already ruled out. Yeah, he's ruled week. out. I would still maybe start Jarvis Landry at the flex, maybe, just because yeah, Baker. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. but... And then on the Texan side, yeah. just I, real quick, what is OBJ's deal? Like I don't uh, get. I it don't know. Friend. I do not know. Like, he, he's something oh else. He is something so bad. else. But he is. Yeah, I'm just happy I don't have him on any teams. Yeah, I would agree with you on that one. And yeah. then on the Texans, like I mean, Brandon Cooks Brandon had a phenomenal Cooks. game. He's pretty much the only guy. Um, well, Mark, by the way, Mark Ingram had like 26 well, carries. Yeah, for all, all the running yards, backs. Right? I think all three of their running backs had a touchdown last week. Philip Lindsay, David Johnson, yeah. and Mark Ingram. You can't really trust one of them. Stay away. Yeah. Be afraid. Be very afraid. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> you know, the great thing about the first four weeks of football, there's so many games because there's no bye weeks. Um, I think we could do some quick hitters on these, and then move on to the better 4 o'clock games and the Sunday night game, which I'm really looking forward to, Mahomes versus Lamar. But we'll get to that. We got yeah. next up the Dolphins versus the Bills. Dolphins got a decent win against the Patriots. However, the only guy that's really startable for me is Miles Gaskin just because yeah, he's the agreed. lead running back there. None of the wide receivers impress me. And uh, Jacecki put up a oh. But I was donut. gonna say most people who drafted Jacecki probably have to start him. But yeah, I, I think that was just one week against a very good defense, obviously. And on the Bills, start your studs, Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs. 
Um, if Moss is out, Singletary's not a bad flex option, but I would look for other options. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I would say if you have other options, look for them. But I think Singletary did a decent job this past week. I think he had like 70-plus yards. And the word on him has been pretty good since the exhibition season. So I think most guys who have him, you know, you're, you're probably borderline starting him. No? Yep. And- I would definitely say the one other thing I wanted to point out, and I saw this on Twitter from a number of fantasy experts. Apparently, like Emmanuel Sanders had like a really nice target share this past week, and like a, the third most air yards of any receiver in the league. I actually picked him up in one in one league just to put him on my bench because you know these guys were were, were indicating that like this that say that he's due for breakout. So keep an eye on him. If you, yeah. if you have a spot on your bench, you know, maybe plant him there, and he could be might be useful for and weeks also, down the road, especially in bottom. Not a bad guy to start in PPR. Cole Beasley definitely gets his fair share of targets. He does. I would agree. And, you know, that's a carryover from last year. Yep. You know, we'll see. You know, people were jumping on Josh Allen last week, saying last year was a fluke and stuff like that. You know, frankly, I think he played his tough Steeler defense, you know. Yeah. so I, I expect um, him to bounce back this I'm week. I'm saying goodbye to Grandpa. Oh. Bye, Jay. Goodbye. We're recording the podcast. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Family. Jordan and I are doing the podcast. Family comes first. Jordan and I are doing the podcast. <laughs> Grandpa says Happy New Year. Happy we'll New Year. Night. You got it. Family we'll comes first, night. guys. Always. Family comes first, then fantasy football. Yeah, we're live and in color, guys. We're live and in color. Yeah, so. but moving on, we got, oh, my God, there's so many one o'clock. We have three more one o'clock games, but let's get oh to them. Oh, my God. We, we got, might have to do a two-part show here. We got Rams, Colts, Rams. Everyone is pretty much startable on that offense. I, oh, my God. I feel like I feel like that's going back to the greatest show on turf with Kirk Warner. Stafford, you're starting. Yeah. Henderson, you're starting. Cup, Woods, Higby, starting all of them. And on the Colts side, uh, and their defense and kicker. And on the Colts side... The only guy... That, Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. I mean, he's the RB1 And that's there. even a tough matchup. Even though Singletary did run the ball, or David Montgomery did run the ball pretty good yeah. against the Rams. But I know a lot of that was a chunk run in the beginning of the game. But yeah. definitely Jonathan Taylor, and not Zach, starting Carson Wentz. And there's no Pas- clear... I was going to say Zach Pascal had a great game last week, but don't expect him to boom as much as he did. But he's not a bad guy to stash if you need a wide receiver. In the future. Um, and yeah, I definitely have the Rams in a blowout. Uh, two more. This one we could touch upon quick. We got the Bengals versus the Bears. Obviously, the running backs on both teams are must-starts. Montgomery and Mixon both had great games last week. Um, Jamar Chase, the rookie wide receiver, had a decent game. I think you can start him. I think you can start Higgins. Boyd, I do not know. He did not have a great game. I would stay away from him. And on the Bears, you got to start Allen Robinson. I mean, you got to start your studs. Yep, I would agree. I would agree. Daryl Mooney, keep an eye on him. Yep. But, I mean, God, like you said, going through some of these games, that's like the fourth straight game where the fantasy implications, other than the Rams, is just uh, like, yeah, wow. they get They get much better. But uh, okay. And the last 1 o'clock game we got is the Saints versus the Panthers. Jameis Winston throwing for five touchdowns against 
Uh, this runner-up in the NFC last year, the MVP, Aaron Rodgers, who looked absolutely garbage. But for the Saints, Winston's not a bad start if you need a quarterback. Don't really know. I think, obviously, you have to have a good quarterback if you're in a 10 or 12-man yeah. league. But if you want I'm to cash still in your- sort of a wait-and-see mode with, with Winston, you yeah. know. But listen, even – Two, three years ago when I had him, the guy was throwing touchdowns, but he was just also throwing interceptions. Maybe, maybe he's improved. I mean, yep. he was a high draft pick. Kamara and McCaffrey, you're obviously starting. That should be a fun game to watch if you have one of them. Also on the Saints, a sleeper. Their tight end who had two touchdowns. I forgot his name. I think it's like James Johnson or something. Or I don't know. I think he had two touchdowns. So keep an eye out on him if you need a tight end. And on the Panthers side... I think you could still start Roby Anderson. He had a decent game. Roby? Robbie, Roby. Whatever you want to call him. Roby. But yeah, I think okay. McCaffrey and Kamara are the main guys there in that game. I would agree. And again, I'm interested to see a little bit more Sam Darnold. I mean, obviously playing the Jets this past week, I'm not sure that's an accurate indicator of yeah. how things are going to be for him this year. Yep. Um, we got four, four o'clock, four twenty-five games. Vikings Cardinals to start it off. Vikings lost in overtime to the Bengals. Tough loss. They got Dalvin Cook. You're starting him. Jefferson, you're starting. Thielen had a monster game. I think they're all startable. And then, do you want to take over on the Cardinals side? Yeah. I mean, on the Cardinals, Kyler Murray is certainly a must start and a very early favorite for MVP. I mean, I think five touchdowns this past week. Yeah. You know, running backs on the Cardinals, you know, Chase Edmonds and James Conner are probably startable. And that goes back to what we were saying earlier in the show about the fact that you just have these splits going on so many teams. Um, on the receiving side, obviously, D Hop is a must start. Christian Kirk you know, had a good game. Christian Kirk, he did. I mean, Christian Kirk had a stretch last year. I remember I actually acquired him in a trade. We had like two touchdowns, maybe like five touchdowns in three games, and then he cooled off, so it remains to be seen. And then keep your eye on, what's his name, Rondell Moore as well. I wouldn't play him, but I would keep an eye on him because there's enough offense on that team to go around. But it clearly looks like Kyler Murray's even going to be better this year. I mean, he yeah. really just however control of that game last week. However, they're in a monster division with the Seahawks, Rams, and 49ers. They are, but I got to tell you, they look good, but we'll see what happens when he plays some of these other teams. You know? yep. Moving on. His got... card values also went up this week, by the way. Yep. Moving on, we got the reigning champs, the Buccaneers, taking on the Falcons. Falcons oh look horrible. The only guy you could start is Young Hui Koo. No, I'm kidding. But no. no. Mike, Calvin Ridley. <laughs> Mike Davis has a very tough matchup. I still still think you could start him if you need a running back. Calvin Ridley, you got to start your studs. Russell Gage, actually, I think he's, he had a bad week, week one, but I think he's going to definitely step it up. He's the clear-cut wide receiver, too, on that team. Um, Young Kwe Koo, obviously, you could start. They definitely have a tough matchup. And on the Buccaneer side, Tom Brady, startable. Evans, Godwin, all startable. Gronk. Monster game, Antonio Brown monster game. Yeah, the only there's question... enough to go around, and this is one of those games where I think that Brady's going to have at least five touchdowns because you know he's a stat guy. I don't know. I want to say he's a stat guy, but just he's he's obviously has a lot of great stats. 
But I just think when given the opportunity, the Buccaneers are going to score as many times as they can. And, and, I, and I think that this is ripe against that Falcons team. The only and they're not going to take the foot off the accelerator. The big thing to look out for this game is the running back situation on the Buccaneers because Fournette got the majority of the carries last week, and now they're saying Ronald Jones is the starter, so who yeah, knows? there's really no way to know. I mean, it's, t- it's, it's tough. Again, it's another one of those difficult backfields. Yeah. Just who to go with. And now, Again, for those listening, you're listening to the latest episode of Jacob's Dynasty Sports with Jordan and his <laughs> old man, Howie. Yes, I keep sir. getting a call from some number that I keep declining. It's, it's like a number I don't recognize. Hopefully it's not an emergency. They've literally called me 10 times, but I'm going to make them wait until we're done with uh-huh. this. Yeah. Um, moving on. Two more for 25 games. We have the Titans taken on the Seahawks. Titans got blown out by Kyler Murray, like we said before. Um, they absolutely destroyed them. Derrick Henry didn't look like himself. I expect a bounce back week against a easier going Seahawks front seven. AJ Brown, he got to start. Julio actually got into it a little bit with his coach, which was pretty interesting. Yep. So yep. I don't know what the deal is there, but I think you got to start him if you have him. Um, and then on the Seahawks side, I think Russell Wilson, you're obviously starting. Oh, and Ryan Tannehill. Definitely not a must start, but if you have him, I, I think you can roll him out. Russell yeah. Wilson on the Seahawks, start him. Chris Carson, I don't know. Got to start him. I think Richard yeah. Penny got hurt too. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I think he did. But, yeah, start Chris Carson. Lockett had a great week. Metcalf, you got to start. And I yep. think that's pretty much it for that game. Agreed. Agreed. Yep. All right, you want to take the Cowboys and Chargers? Yeah, Cowboys and Chargers should be a good game. Obviously, that Cowboys offense, Zach Prescott looked great this past week. You know, you got to start Zeke, even though he didn't have the greatest game this past week. He did get he did get carries. Tony Pollard might even be a flex in deeper leagues. And then on the receiving side of things, fire up C.D. Lamb and Amari Cooper. You know, Michael Gallup, I think, is out four to six weeks with an ankle injury. So look for those guys to get even more targets. And for those people who are desperate, you might even want to start Blake Jarwin. On the San Diego Chargers side of the ball, I expect there to be a lot of offense offense in this game. Obviously, roll out Justin Herbert, Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen. Mike Williams, who had a huge game. Did he have a huge game? Nine receptions, I think, on 13 targets. Okay. I, I didn't take note of that, but obviously people have been talking about Williams as a potential breakout candidate for the last two years at least. So as Jordan pointed out, he might be startable as well. And another guy to look out for is Guy. That to be a high scoring game. Yeah. You know, plus 25 points plus for both teams. For another sure. guy to look out for is Guyton on the Chargers, a wide receiver there, but don't really. The I deep leagues. Yeah, deep, deep leagues. I want to waste a waiver claim on him. And now for the game of the week, in my opinion, the Sunday night game, the Kansas City Chiefs Chiefs versus the Baltimore Ravens. On the Chiefs side, you're starting Mahomes, you're starting Elaire, you're starting Hill, Kelsey, and that's pretty and Bucker, obviously. And on the Ravens side, Lamar. 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 Um yeah, I, I got to tell you, Jordan, I know you're saying it's the game of the week, but with the Ravens being so banged up, I'm fully expecting the Ravens to go 0-2 to start the season. And I don't even think they're going to have enough firepower to keep up with the Chiefs. 
Yeah. You know, this could end up getting ugly early. Yeah. I, I feel like these guys have played each other at least once, sometimes yeah. twice with the playoffs these last couple and years. The Chiefs but, end up winning every time. Uh, but I, I'm fully expecting the Chiefs to take command of this game early and possibly run away with it. Yeah. Like you said, lots of offense on that Chiefs side of the ball. And I kick myself because, you know, you go through the offseason and then your drafts come. And sometimes you forget that if you have the opportunity to take one of those three main guys on the Chiefs, you jump at it, even if it's in the first round. Because even even though there are tons of quarterbacks that are available, it's like, it just, you know, Mahomes is just like clockwork. It just seems like he's like three-plus touchdowns every week easy. Tyreek makes it look easy, and so does Kelsey. I'd love to see Hilaire get going a little bit more. I really do. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand why he does it. I mean, last week I know the Browns' run defense is probably a top and run defense. And they're also but, ahead by two possessions, which yeah, doesn't help. but it would be nice to see him get going a little bit more. He's got, like, that Maurice jones through type bowling ball yeah. build. Um, so. On the Ravens, I think you could start Tyson Williams again. Um Marquise Brown is an eh. Watkins had a decent game, but he's also an eh for me. And Mark Andrews, if you have him, I think you got to start him. And Justin, I would agree. And Justin and Tucker. Leagues, Latavius, Latavius Murray in deeper leagues. Yeah. Know? And for the final game of the week, the Monday night game, ugh, the Lions versus the Packers. Should be how, do the Lions, how do the Lions even get on Monday night football? Once Matt Stafford got traded, once Kevin, Kenny Galladay left, yeah. I don't remember when they when they released the schedule for I the mean, NFL. But being, I don't know. Being in I'll, Detroit, I'll take it. I mean, uh, I should be a lot of people out watching the game, but I expect the yeah, I don't know, dude. I expect. I don't know where Detroit's going this year. I don't know what that team is doing. You know. Yeah, I definitely expect Rodgers to have a field day. I expect Adams, Aaron Jones to bounce back. Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones to bounce back. Tanyan. I would look yeah. away from him. Other options. I'd certainly be going with TJ Hawkinson. He yeah. might be Hawkinson and Swift, and maybe the other running and, back. And Jamal Detroit. Williams. Yeah, they might be the only guys yeah. out there that you want to roll out. Another games. guy to look out for in deeper leagues, just because the Lions are going to be playing behind a lot of games, Quintus Cephas, who I liked coming into the season, and Amon Ross St. Brown. Who are these guys? What are you doing on the I need to prepare a little bit more because I don't even know who Quentin Sassafus. Yeah. What did you say? Quint, his name Quintus is? Cephas. Cephas? Quintus Cephas. What position does he play? Wide receiver. Okay, and who's the other guy? Amon Ross St. Brown. And what position does he play? What are you doing on FaceTime? What? <laughs> Nothing. Um, he Probably also plays knows, wide receiver. Dude. He's playing wide He's receiver. He knows. <laughs> yeah, he plays wide receiver. <laughs> Sorry, guys. You don't see what I've seen. Trust me, you don't want Thank to God. <laughs> yeah. But... I have no idea who these guys are. <laughs> I think I got to go back and do some homework. <laughs> yeah. But thank you guys for listening. Like, we're going to be. Wait, wait. There's got to be more stuff to talk about. <laughs> I, I want to go. I mean. <laughs> What what do you want to talk? I mean, MLB playoffs are right around the corner. That should be. Yeah, a- I honestly couldn't even tell you who's in the MLB playoffs. The okay. NBA, NBA is right around the corner. October twenty. I think we're all expecting a Lakers versus Nets finals. I think that's what we all want. I don't yeah, want the Nets would, to make it, but I would love to see the Golden State Warriors make a comeback too. Yeah, you know, this season with everybody healthy and stuff. But yeah. So. 
But yeah, a lot of great stuff to look forward to. You got college football, baseball playoffs, the beginning of the NBA, NFL just just starting. And yeah, any final words? Listen, I'm just happy Jordan was able to take the time to record the show. Yeah, any, anything, anything for the fans. Anything for the fans. Yeah. So make sure you, make sure everybody tells everybody to listen to the show. Yeah, and, and we will most we'll try to keep it going. We will definitely try to get an episode in for week three next week. We also may have two episodes because my old man is coming out. I'm pretty sure not this weekend, but the following weekend. So we may. Nah, get, I'm looking forward to it. We may get Can't a live wait. may get a live show in with his. We dad. might we might have to broadcast live Sunday from like Buffalo Wild Wings or some other place that has multiple TVs, so just like last year, just like old times. Yep, but, you should tell. Jesse and Rich, they should come. I got three tickets for the football game. All right, we'll talk about it after. Let's close it out. Thank you guys again for listening to the Jacobs Dynasty Sports Podcast. See you guys next time. Yep, thanks, guys. We appreciate it.